sex and lifestyle podcast that you didn't know you needed. This is the Swinging Soulmates podcast with your host, Mondo and Sativa. Please relax, unwind, and come play with us and our guest co-host as we candidly share our personal experiences and erotic escapades in the lifestyle. Motivated by passion and purpose, our goal is to create a community that allows themselves to be educated and entertained through the tales of the swimming soulmates. Mondo and Sativa are not medical professionals, yet we are a happily married couple of 19 years and in the LS for 10. We have a deep, unwavering commitment to our marriage and to holding a space in normalizing and redefining the concept of relationships and monogamy. The Swinging Soulmate strives to be a resource and inspiration to others. So subscribe, put a reoccurring play date on your calendar, and come along with us as we journey deep into our lives as Swinging Soulmates. Welcome, 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 everyone. I am so, so excited to be back with you. I hope that you've all had just nothing but lives and just, you know, your existence has been full of love and light in this uh, little bit of a, I don't say it's a hiatus, but a little bit of time has been since we've last gotten together here since our last play date. Um, you know who this is, of course, because we tapped into Soulmates and Swingers. So thank you so much for joining and supporting us. Of course, this is your girl, your friend, person that you just in your head is your best friend, um, Lady Sativa. And then, of course, my co-host, my love, Ubi. How's, every, how's everybody doing? Yeah. Um, and technically, we did do another episode before this one with Paul from uh, Socially Awkward uh, Podcast. A little bit of some audio issues with, so hopefully we'll be able to get that fixed and still get the episode up. But if not, he will be coming back on to another episode here soon. And it was such a good episode, you guys. Like, we had such a good time. And, you know, good old technology. Um, it's like a 13-year-old child. It, it'll do what you want it to do some of the time, but not all the time. So, it, um, yeah. So, like you said, like Hubby said, you know, the producer, technically we did have another episode for you guys. But I hope that you've missed us because we've missed you all. Today, we do have a very special episode. Because we have a very special guest. Um, we, if you, if you know, and you guys have followed us since the beginning, um, if you guys are new and you've just recently read our, you know, our bio or did a little work on us, our purpose and our, you know, our intention behind this podcast is to share our stories, but also to educate. Um, we've been together 20 years and I, you know, not ashamed to say that first night we hooked up. Since we've been together. Um, so 20 years of, of this and not pros, you know, um, not perfect by any means, but we do have something successful. And as far as our relationship and our marriage, and we've been able to kind of be a little bit of a inspiration to others that want to be able to implement maybe alternative ways of, um, relationships. We'll say, we'll, we'll use those words, alternative outlooks on how relationships can be and how they work 
we've been a little bit of inspiration to people. And we want to continue to not only be an inspiration, but provide the education so that your life is the best life that it can be. And you're living the quality of life that you want to live in all aspects, whether that be just intimacy wise, whether that be professionally, whatever it is. Um, we want to be able to help educate and facilitate that, um, you know, that healthy style of living. So today's guest, um, is somebody who I've only been, we've only spoken just briefly, but I'm already just like in a, um, just enamored. Um, and it's probably because her voice, one, is just so beautiful, but I also, I'm all about the, the, the light and the energy that I feel from people. And even through technology of us, you know, connecting now, I do feel that, that light. Um, I do feel that energy, that positive energy. And I'm super excited to introduce um, a woman today who is, I mean, all things. It's something that I think that uh, a lot of us, we want to be able to, I don't want to say mimic, but also have um, a, a life and a, uh, a professional life that is so successful. So really quickly, I'm going to share some of Susan Bratton's um, biography very quickly. And we're going to have all the information as we always do so that you guys can follow up um, and contact her or, you know, get some of, listen to other things that she has, providing some of the resources. So um, our guest is an intimacy expert to millions, millions, guys. Um, she is champion and advocate for all those who desire intimacy and passion their whole life long. I love that so much. She's co-founder and CEO of two corporations, Personal Life Media Inc., a publisher of heart-connected lovemaking techniques and bedroom communication skills of the 20, I'm sorry, and the 20 LLC, a manufacturer of organic and botanical supplements that enforce sexual vitality. I can't wait to ask you more about that because I am huge on anything that comes straight from Mother Nature um, to help enhance our lives. Um, I will share that multiple sclerosis lives with me. I don't say I have it because that's manifesting it and, and then you become it. But I do not use big pharma. Um, I am all about what this earth provides. And I have been diagnosed since 2006. And, you know, I'll say this as an example. I went three years. I've gone three years without an MRI. I went two years without seeing my neurologist recently. And he says, I was never worried about you. You know, he goes, I, I know that you... You're taking care of yourself the way that you need to be, but that's a whole nother episode. So let me go ahead and introduce because what else can be shared can come straight from her, you know, her mouth. No one can do it better than, you know, than yourself when you're talking yourself up or at least explaining, you know, a little bit of your background. I like to say giving yourself shine. So please, everybody, welcome to the Soulmates and Swingers podcast, Ms. Susan Bratton. <laughs> You think, you think, you know. That's so funny. I was thinking that it should be hello, Lord and Lady, and there should be the So, Mondo, you did a great job with that. Thank, <laughs> Thank you very you much. Me. I actually like that idea. I'm yeah. be working on I was just going to yes, say, you're, he's going to be jotting that down now. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cute. Um, yeah, great to be with the two of you today and uh, with your listening audience, whom I know you have a really great fan base. So thanks for letting me shine some light together today. Um, yeah, uh, I just want to explain what I do. And then I want to take the, you know, take the conversation anywhere you want to go. Um, 
I run two companies with my husband of 30 years, and we've been running them together for half our marriage, 15 years. We are both of these companies are a result of us having lost our way sexually together about 10 years into our relationship and having a renaissance in our sex life that was so dynamic and so powerful and so life affirming when we finally figured out how to make love to each other, mm -hmm. that we decided to start a company to allow other people to learn passionate lovemaking techniques. So rather than being a therapist and working with people one-on-one, -on -one, what we do is essentially digitally deliver lovemaking techniques. And I give away, it's like 80-20. 80% of the stuff I give away for free. 20% of my programs are paid programs that people decide, I want to learn this technique. I want to learn how to have an expanded orgasm practice with my partner. I want to learn the four keys to seducing my partner with integrity so that they will want to have sex with me and even initiate sex with me. I want to learn female ejaculation because I know what is shown on porn is not the way that I'm going to have uh, an ability to honor my partner's genitals and their sexual self-expression. I want to learn how to revive my wife's sex drive. I want to learn how to generate passion through touch. Um, I want to learn how to have orgasms from going down on my partner. That's the blowjob secret. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of these paid programs, but I also just feel like my my desire is to help everyone in the world, whoever is a sexual seeker, whoever says to themselves, my sex life is important to me and I want more. And where their more is could be anywhere. It could be, I'm afraid to talk about sex. I'm not getting what I want from my partner. I can't find a partner. My genitals aren't working right. And I'm afraid to instigate sex because I won't be able to finish it. Um, my partner's gone through cancer or chemo or has a chronic disease and they're not always up for intercourse. What can I do? Um, I am an Olympic gold, le gold level fucker and I want to fuck <laughs> even better. You know, like I want to learn some fucking techniques because I fucking love to fuck. You know, like that is a great customer of mine too. The yeah. champion who's like, I could be, I am really good and I love sex and I want to be even better. Tell me what to do. Those and are my kind of people. I, I, mine I, too. Actually, <laughs> mine too. They're my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I find that there's often a little roadblock between a person and what they want that I can remove if I understand where they're getting stuck. So I am a, the Ganesh of fucking as well. Like I will remove the obstacles for you so you can have the riches and bounty that mm -hmm. you want. That's mm -hmm. not a problem either. Because what I found is that generally there's just kind of like these clusters of issues that people have. And that's what my programs do. They either create opportunity like learning how to have female ejaculatory orgasms or expanded orgasm practice or becoming a multi-orgasmic man. That's another one of our programs or their problems and they, and they have solutions and people don't know what they are. It hurts to have sex. I can't get a heart on mm -hmm. my partner's sick, whatever it might be. So I'm willing to walk on both sides of that to create a holistic experience for someone to come into my world and be like, okay, here's where I am. What do I need to do? And the interesting thing about it is that I have all these guides and PDFs and videos and articles that are all free. I have some paid programs 
And when a person comes to me now that I've been doing this for so long, I literally am like, read this ebook, watch this video. Like, <laughs> I have so many answers to so many of the problems because they tend to be pretty consistent among the human race. Mm -hmm. So I do that. And then we started this supplement company because I'm like you, Sativa. I'm a botanicals girl. I don't want to take any pharmaceuticals. I want the plant kingdom to and bacterias and whatever else to yeah. solve my problems. Yeah. So yeah. I like the natural world as well. Uh, I'm 60 years old. I have a lot of muscle strength and stamina and uh, high libido and highly functioning genitals. And I want to be a model for those who think that your sex life, and I was talking to a guy the other day and he's, he's like, well, you know, I'm, mi I'm middle-aged. So I feel like, you know, maybe I'm cresting in my sexuality. Oh, I'm like, no. and I'm like, how old are you? And he goes, 35. Oh my gosh. Like, you little whippersnapper. You, right? you're like who I, who at 60, I wish was fucking me. Are you kidding right, me? Like, this is what I want. I would be like, boy, please. Like if you don't get on exactly. my face with that right now, but Wow. So that just lets you know, though, but that actually doesn't surprise me. We did an episode where we talked about the frequency of sex and, and based on age and, and, the, and the, um, the age groups. And it, it was very telling. It kind of around the age of when most women start hitting menopause, um, you know, within the 50s, that's when the numbers just took a dive um, as far as how often people were having sex per month. It got to, I believe, the age of 64 to, I think the age group was like 64 to maybe 72 or maybe 74. Maybe it's, that age was in a, a 10, um, a 10 year group there, but it skyrocketed. Like they were having sex more than the 30 year old groups. And you think about it, you know, what's common at that time and what's happening now in our, you know, in our society, people are going to, you know, um, they don't call them retirement homes, but they are active living active living, you know, resorts. And look, that that's just like being in high school or college again. There is, and everybody fits the, you know, there's the, the popular girl who, you know, is probably in really good shape for her age. And she's the one that kind of flips around and wears the outfits, you know, that the rest of the women that are like, you know, the shit happens again, uh, you know, even in, in that age group. But those are the times when everybody's trying to, you know, kind of get, I think they're comfortable with who they are. For the most part, we're not going to say everyone. There's probably still people that really need to learn um, many of the things that, you know, that you provide, but at that age, they are, they're experimenting again. You know, maybe they didn't do some things in their first marriage or, you know, or second marriage or whatever it is. And now they're able to do it and they're doing it where it's just available to you all day, every day. So we were noticing the numbers, how they increase. And I was like, well, shit, babe, we are doing good now. So what are we going to do when we're 60? We, we got to be in good shape. <laughs> we go to a, we're part of a nudist resort and, um, we were there. Uh, last weekend or something like that and this lady tells us how her mom is 80 oh. years old and still doing the splits and getting it in i mean 82 like 82. get it get it yeah getting it in and she's like this I'm, I'm dating somebody younger he's 60 and he's just so like i have so much to teach him and i was like i want to be your mother like are you serious exactly. right now mm -hmm. and you know the the woman that was telling us she was pretty you know she was pretty spry herself like she was out there and just Telling people about her emotional support boobs and wanting everybody to touch them. And <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. So it was very interesting. That's and so I, cute. But it is. And I just love that energy and I love that environment. And I love the, the um, transparency that people that have that freedom and the understanding of who they are sexually, the transparency and communication that you can have with these people. 
Um, yeah. And then you don't feel so being at a nudist resort. You don't worry about, let me suck it in. Let me tuck it in. Let me do this. Let me do that. You know, you are just, because you're at your rawest state, you're, you're naked, but then you're sitting back and you're having a piece of cake, you know, you know, everybody's celebrating birthdays. It's just, it's such an awesome thing. And I think that if that same ideal fun that you get from being at a nudist resort, if that could also be implemented into your life and your own intimacy level and your own understanding, then I mean, we're, you can pretty much say, cause I say I'm going to live forever. I haven't found the, you know, the proverb, yeah, proverbial fountain of youth yet. But I do think that it can be provided to us through everything natural and very good sex and keeping yourself young. So, um, I, you, I, I tell everybody and anybody that knows me, when I have goosebumps, I'm super, super excited. And I oh. just feel, I feel my body chemistry just like getting so, <laughs> just revving up here and everything that you've been saying, I'm like, oh my God, this is, I've, oh my God, she's my best friend in my head now. So, um, so out of some of the things that, that you mentioned, the first question that I had was how, and I know this is a little bit different, but creating a business with your husband, yeah, did that also enhance your relationship? And then, you know, that fell into enhancing your sexual, you know, um, aspect of your life as well. How did that, because I, hubby and I work together. This is our fourth or almost five podcasts that I will have. And he produces all of them. And we've always worked together in college. We worked at the same restaurant. Uh, you know, we worked right by each other. When we graduated, I ended up getting a job at Wells Fargo first. He got a job two weeks later. We were in the same training class. We acted like we didn't know each other because we didn't want people to know that we were <laughs> engaged at that time as well. Um, and then now we fall into working from home a lot. He's an educator, but, I, you know, I have my own, um, my own business. But we do everything together. How did that work and, you know, how does that um, help to continue to enhance um, your marriage if it does, which, which I know it's awesome. It's awesome. I think for Tim and I, we're very compatible because we're complementary. He's definitely the numbers guy, highly rational, yeah. very analytic. Yeah. I'm the wordsmith, the the talker, the the deal doer. I like to I like to generate the deals that bring in the money. He mm -hmm. manages it. Mm -hmm. He makes sure everybody gets paid exactly on time. He keeps the trains running. I'm the creative. I got to be in the flow. Oh. My creativity has to hit me when it hits me, and mm -hmm. then I'm you know clear the decks, bring me a salad. Yeah. I'm doing this. You know. <laughs> yeah. You're describing both of us. Uh, yep. he, my hubby went to, he was going to you know, be a lawyer. He's very analytical. Do not get into a conversation or debate with him or you will be like, all right, here. You can be like, the sky is blue. He's like, it's orange. Everybody knows it's blue. But at the end of that conversation, you're like, the sky is orange. Um, <laughs> but he's also, he's in a math teacher. So very much a, a numbers guy. But I am the one that I talk, I talk, I talk. I get excited. I'm a creative one. You know, when he sleep, you know, um, two, three o'clock in the morning and I get this burst of energy and this burst of creativity, you can't stop me. Um, you know, I, I turn on, I, people laugh at me when I say this, but what helps me to be creative is turning on something like Family Guy or American Dad, really weird, I don't know why, but adult animation and I just go. So um, I, can, I can definitely relate to that, but I love how you say you compliment, you use each other's uh, strengths. Um, I suppose it's Family Guy's better than having to listen to Gabber. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. yeah. 
And I love just completely inappropriate things. And I love how they, you know, they just, they don't walk the line. They cross the line many, many times on things. So I'm not a sensitive person. I think that, you know, there's truth in everything. Um, and you, you know, you just got to laugh at stuff sometimes. That's, it's funny because it's true. You know, some people get offended, but I'm like, well, why are you getting offended though? Because it's true. So, uh, here I go again, but yes. So I love that you say that you compliment each other. And at the time in your relationship where you started working on, you know, like you said, the, the intimate side of, of your, your marriage and, and then it just kind of went into fruition as a business. What if you don't mind, uh, you know, sharing what exactly were, were you guys going through at the time? What was the, you know, the issue? Uh, you said about 10 years into your marriage, you guys had to yeah. kind of relearn and just refocus, you know, on each yeah. other. And things change from when you are 25 to 35. Um, both parts. People say it's just women, but it's not. It's men and women. Your desires, your needs, you know, your wants. And you may not even know what those wants and needs are or how to verbalize them. That changes. So I feel that probably what you went through is very natural. Um, you do within marriages, but some people I think don't want to do the work. And then they end up on the divorce side of things when all it would have taken is just a little bit of work and honesty. Um, so share with us, if you, if you don't mind, kind of what your experience was and how you ventured into all of the knowledge that you now share. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I was thinking about how you were talking about body image issue. And then you mentioned the willingness to be really honest. Mm -hmm. And those were definitely parts of the pivot for us in our relationship. A decade in, my husband had decided that having an affair was the only way that he was going to be able to maintain his marriage with me and not wreck our little girl's family mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Because I really didn't enjoy having sex with him after a decade. Um, and the reason that I didn't was that I, I was never having orgasms from intercourse. And he always wanted to have intercourse. He would he would literally ha want to have sex three times a day. That's what he likes. He likes to have sex three times a day. That's too much for me. Mm -hmm. But that would be a comfortable amount for him. So we were very, very mismatched in our frequency. And he was orgasming and I wasn't. And I just got sick of fucking him. Right. And I pulled back. And I basically would just give him mercy sex when I absolutely had to. And I used every trick in the book to try not to have sex with him. And he was miserable. But neither of us really at that time understood how to have, how that, that orgasms from intercourse, like all 20 kinds of orgasms. I wrote an, an article oh. series this summer called Come With Me, the 20 kinds of orgasms that the male and female body can have. Wow. Because people are really very um, underperforming in their orgasmic potential in today's world. And I want to give people the opportunity to know what's possible and give them the map to getting there so that they can have it for themselves. And um, Mondo, um, that Come With Me series is at personallifemedia.com. So if you want to put that in the show notes, it's all free. Um, the the thing that happened was we didn't understand that orgasms from intercourse, like anything, are just a learned skill. Mm -hmm. And so instead of being like, well, let's figure it out, we just drifted apart. And 
on our 11th anniversary, I said, I love you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And this is bumming me out. And mm-hmm. he eventually, we decided to get honest with each other. We'd read Brad Blanton's book, Radical Honesty. And we decided to just tell the truth to each other. Mm-hmm. And one of the truths was that he was super pissed off at me because I didn't want to have sex. And one of my truths was, when you stick your dick in my pussy, it it literally destroys my turn on. Wow. I don't know what the fuck that is. Wow. I mean, literally, I could be turned on. And then when you penetrate me, it makes me just go. Rrr. It goes the right way. Wow. And so That's I went to honest therapy. conversation right there. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crushing yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. And um, we went to therapy and we went to a marriage therapist and she's like, well, you know, sex just goes down with age. And he's like, she's fired. Then we went to another therapist and she was like, you're a sex addict. And he's like, I'm not a sex addict. And then we went to another therapist and she was like, well, we've got to fix your wife's sexual trauma. And I'm like, all right, I'll I'll fix that. Because it turned out what was happening was that I had been sexually abused as a child Mm -hmm. and I thought I was like over it. It was behind Mm -hmm. me. But what I'd done is I'd stuffed it Mm -hmm. and I was dissociating. That's like the technical term for when your dick goes in my pussy, I I emotionally disappear. And so I had to really practice being able to hold the sensation of being penetrated and my husband was so good about really staying with me and, and through those moments and having me look at him and keep me keep me present mm-hmm. until I learned how to be present. But I'll tell you that the other piece of it that was really the turning point for us, one of them was learning an expanded orgasm practice together. And th- this is, I'm going to come back to this because it answers one of the questions you asked, which is, you know, how, how do you work all day and keep your sex life good was basically mm. what you were kind of querying for me. Mm. And expanded orgasm practice not only helped me learn how to have orgasms from intercourse, but it also was one of the things that, and we still have it almost 20 years later, we still do it. I'm having a date with him later today. So I'll describe <laughs> what it is that. to you and tell you why that's been so powerful for us being together practically 24 seven. And I don't really like him to ever leave like he's got to go away for a couple days next week and i'm like do you have to i'm the same way yeah when somebody <laughs> is truly your best friend and i honestly feel like they know you better than you know yourself and it's okay you know um because then that's when you need to be called to the carpet i like to say they're the ones that yeah. can do it with a look across the room or yeah. a nod or you know their tone at the beginning of a conversation you know where it's coming and it's okay because you know that that, you know, you, you may be defensive at first, but you know that that's coming with love and with somebody who truly wants, you know, your best. Um, I want to say, I, I definitely do want to touch upon, you mentioned the, the sexual trauma. And I also um, have experienced sexual trauma as a child and then was also, unfortunately, slipped GHB and, um, and then sexually assaulted when I was yeah. in 10th grade. Um, and I always thought, well, I'm, I'm fucked for the rest of my life. Like, I'm obviously never going to be able to be a, a, you know, a sexually healthy person. But I told myself, why? Like, right. you are a sexual yeah. person. I'm, I was a teen watching, like, real sex, you know, mute when my parents were in the bedroom. You know, when I was in ninth, tenth grade, um, watching Skinamax, you know, and, and versions of, like, what now young girls are doing and what young, young women are doing is watching porn, which is probably not, it's nothing wrong, but the best place for you to develop your understanding of your, you know, your, your sexual intimacy or, or realistic, realistic, correct. And especially if you've had sexual trauma, but I, I, the reason why I'm touching upon that is because I feel that that is probably 
very prevalent in a lot of relationships where there eventually ends up being some type of, you know, issues, um, intimacy wise. And so come across even out at the resort, we'll come across other females. It seems like it's a lot of females that deal with some type of trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there, I'm sure there are males in relationships as well. And because it's just not looked at the same way or wasn't, you know, viewed the same way for males to be sexually assaulted or to have any, you know, type of sexual trauma. It wasn't looked at the same way. It was like, oh, well, you were 14 and she was 22. High five. But I mean, even for a male, they're not even going to call it that or, you know, let, you know, put it in that category as for females are probably more honest with themselves about it. Yeah. So I just wanted to touch upon that for the listeners to, you know, how very honest, you know, that, that we're all being, I know that I'm being in that, but, you know, we're being here as far as sexual assault and having any type of sexual trauma. It's very important that you do in whatever, ever way that you can begin to deal with that. Because once you are accountable and you start to deal with that, then you can be healing in, in other ways. So I just wanted to kind of go back and touch upon that because you mentioned that. And I got a little teary eyed because it's, it is, um, it is something that it is part of who you are. And you have to understand that some of the things that you do later in life, it all comes from, you know, your past experiences, um, and especially things such as, you know, sexual trauma. So I did want to speak upon that. And I loved how you said, you're like, all right, I will deal with it. You are very accountable. And like, that's something to, that I needed to, you know, instead of going, no, fire her. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's bringing up things that I don't want to talk about, or I don't think are part of the problem. You were accountable and you were like, okay, you're, you're right. I do need to deal with that. Um, is it something that your husband knew about if that, you know, prior to you guys sitting down with that therapist that you did have a sexual trauma? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Dr. Terry real is a friend of mine. And one of the things he talks about is fierce intimacy and fierce intimacy is what, what you were saying, Sativa, when Mondo just gives you that look and like, okay, you need to, you need to step back and yeah, yeah. not be such a bitch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, um, Fierce intimacy is something that my husband and I have always done because when I married him, I promised, I made him promise me that if I ever exhibited any narcissistic tendencies or any, any kind of like behavioral issues that were problematic, that he would call me on my shit. And, um, he's made that commitment to me Mm -hmm. and he's very kind about it when I do things where what I tend to do is I tend to allow my boundaries to get breached over and over and over again, because I tend to be a people pleaser and then I explode. (laughs) And that's a pattern where I've blown up a few relationships, like detonated them because I gave and gave and gave in the desire to be needed and wanted and loved. And I don't need to do that. I've learned that what I need to do is state my boundaries. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that so I know you love me for exactly mm-hmm. who I am and what I need, but it's taken me 60 years to figure that out. The other thing that I wanted to say was that when one of the things we did after we went to the therapists were and we worked on my sexual abuse and moved me through that, um, I've done a number of collaborations with people who I really respect around healing sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. One of them is on my Better Lover channel. I have at betterlover.com, I've produced hundreds of free videos on all kinds of sexual topics to help people. Mm-hmm. And I worked with Ariel Giaretto, who is a somatic experience technique 
train the trainer, a global worldwide train the trainer on the Peter Levine method was what it was originally called the somatic experience technique, which I think is probably the best thing for helping people overcome um, the kind of sexual traumas that can be physical and emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can come from religious repression. It can come from shame. It Mm. can come from actual rapes and assaults. Mm -hmm. It can come from um, lack of having um, family give you any kind of love. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be all kinds of things. So at betterlover.com, if you put in um, trauma um, or healing, you'll Mm -hmm. come up with a video series that'll be super helpful. The other thing that I have to offer to people who feel like they want to rewrite their libido story is um, a free ebook and video that I did that I recorded with another collaborator that helps you think about what it is you want from your sex life, what's wrong, what's not working, and what you want and how you want to rewrite your libido story. And that's at libidobook.com. You can download that for free as one of my gifts. And then there's a third one that I also wrote that's very similar to when people hit hit a wall in their sex life, there's an obstacle, emotional or or physical Mm -hmm. trauma or abuse or something. Um, They stop having any sex at all. And there are still things you can do, even if you can't do some of the things you used to do. And I give couples a technique for working through that themselves. And that's at the magic pill method, magicpillmethod.com is a couple's practice where you can work out what's still on the table and make a commitment to try to fix what you can't, you know, what the problems are, but also just do the things you can do instead of letting your intimacy go. Because most couples heal each other. Most people don't go to therapists. I mean, I refer people to therapists all the time when they come to me, but most people heal each other Mm -hmm. in relationship. And that's one of the things my husband did with this expanded orgasm practice was essentially what the practice is, is um, you lay down and you butterfly your legs open and your partner sits perpendicular to you. And because it's, it's me as a f- the female and he as the male in this mm-hmm. case, I'm just going to say him and her, she mm-hmm. and he, just to make, make it simple, but it can be any, any gender. It's, mm-hmm. it's genderless. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that for a lot of people who've been traumatized and molested, they've been taken from, but not given to. Mm-hmm. And when your lover puts 100% of their attention on your pleasure with no expectation Mm -hmm. of receiving pleasure, that this is your time Mm -hmm. to fully receive you, uh, you, and when you get this stroke on your clitoris, it's a, it's a five stroke technique. It's basically these, what are called three opening strokes, the bread and butter stroke, which is the basic technique. And then there's a closing stroke. The bread and butter stroke is basically this simple tip of the finger, the pad of the finger, where you get the most nerve endings touching kind of underneath the hood on the clitoris itself Mm -hmm. with very, very, very light, consistent touch. And you don't start right with that. That's Mm -hmm. when there's three opening strokes, et cetera, but that's what you get to. And that particular stroke is stroking the nerve endings of the clitoris in a way that you can go into an orgasmic moment and instead of climbing up the arousal ladder and climaxing and then kind of falling Mm -hmm. off and you're done, Mm -hmm. it's not even becoming multi-orgasmic. It's not having a few of those in a row. 
And it's not even taking that moment of climax and stretching it out like taffy. It's taking that moment of climax, keeping you in the calm, in the climactic mm -hmm. highest pinnacle of that moment of the orgasm, pulling it and stretching time like taffy, and then taking you up even higher with a little rest and higher with a little rest and higher. You're, it's a stair step mm -hmm. of expanding, stacking pleasure. And you can only get the body to come that way through training it to feel what is almost the lightest of strokes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you lie there and you learn to come together, when you lock your limbic systems together, uh, many, many people have called this technique many different things. Mm -hmm. um, my particular flavor of it and our program that teaches this, I'll give it to you guys if you want to try it. Our program that teaches this we call it expanded orgasm, expandherorgasmtonight.com is the URL, Mondo. One more time, expandherorgasm.com? Yeah, expandherorgasmtonight.com. You're keeping and him busy here. He's writing everything down. I'm never good. seeing him use this many sheets. And, and everybody that's listening, there is so much. I mean, I'm like, check, going to look at that. Check. Gonna look at that. I know you they're also interesting, aren't they? They're very. Yeah. I'm very practical. Yeah. That's the thing. I, what I like to. I say what I like to do is transform having sex into making love. Mm -hmm. And this expanded orgasm practice. And there's free reports there. You don't have to buy anything. You can learn more about it. Mm -hmm. um, this expanded orgasm practice. It. It cured my motherfucking sexual abuse. It made me become an incredible comer. It cross-trained me to come from intercourse. It's the practice we've done every week for 17, 18, maybe even going on 20 years now. Okay. Um, we're having a date today. Um, it's been called many things by many people. Uh, deliberate massive orgasm, extended massive orgasm, the butterfly effect, the mm -hmm. Venus technique, okay. orgasmic it, meditation. Right. No. It's like yoga. It's like Hatha, yeah. Bikram, Vinyasa, uh -huh. whatever. It's still the same fucking form. Yeah. The same right? thing. Yeah. So it's my flavor created by Dr. Patty Taylor. She wrote her thesis on expanded orgasm and she created the program for me. She was original part of the Moore Institute that created the mm -hmm. technique that everybody copied. Yeah. And she put it into a creation where couples could get these 21 erotic play dates together. And each one of these play dates they would do would increment their skills toward this practice so that she broke it down and made it something super fun for couples to learn together. And when you do this, you one of the reasons some people call it orgasmic meditation is that when you do it, you, you actually go into a conjoined strength, a conjoined trance state, you mm -hmm. and your lover, mm -hmm. and you're in the same, he feels you coming, but he's coming you. Yeah. He's, he's taking you into the comes. And so he's feeling you in his body mm -hmm. and you're, oh. you're feeling him take you into these orgasms. Mm -hmm. You're riding the orgasmic waves together and you're doing big wave riding. You're, he's towing you out into the big fucking wave mm -hmm. and you are getting up in that huge wave and you are riding that all the way to shore. And then he's taking you out again and you're riding that all the way to shore. Awesome. And when you start coming like that, 
that plus I do feel G-spot awakening and female ejaculation, mm-hmm. which is one of my other foundation programs, which is uh, female liquid orgasm. That's the URL, Mondo, mm-hmm. female liquid orgasm. There's always free things with these URLs. You never have to buy anything from me if you don't want to, but it, you always can. And squirting my heart out, coming and squirting and taking back my sexuality and my husband delivering it Mm -hmm. consistently and getting me there and encouraging me to just let go is what allowed me to become the badass bitch that I am. I fucking love it. I love it. (laughs) I just, everything that you're describing is so super important. Go ahead, hon. I was going to say... Well, one, what you're describing is how, well, from my point of view, how we have sex. And then when we'll have discussions about our sex life with friends or whoever, um, they don't understand or like, cause we used to, uh, be like up all night crew was like our little tag because we would be having sex and. Or got like all night, you know, till yep. the sun came up type deal. But people just yeah. couldn't understand how, like, ah, oh, no, nah, don't you get tired and all this other stuff. So I think that's very nice that someone else sees the same way that we do. Um, but then yeah. at some point, can you go back and uh, touch base on why they were trying to label uh, your husband as a sex addict? Yeah. Um, at the time, my husband was having an affair with a woman who was in a sexless marriage and he was in a sexless marriage. And basically what he was doing was he was just trying to cope with the fact that his sexual needs were unmet and so strong. And it was funny when I first found out that he was having an affair, the, my number one feeling was shame that I had failed him. Yeah. And it was interesting because in reality, we had just failed each other because other. I didn't want to have sex with him because it sucked for me, mm-hmm. not because I didn't love him. Yeah. And he didn't know how to make me come either. And I didn't know how to come. And so I don't know if you've ever heard about Byron Katie. She's a kind of like personal growth guru and her technique is called the work. And one of the things that she really teaches is that a lot of the shit that happens that you get all up in your, you know, twisted in your knickers about has nothing to do with you. <laughs> and so when I found out that he was having this affair, instead of going to, you're cheating on me, you've destroyed our marriage, you know, like all that shit that mm-hmm. people like immediately go to, yeah. what I immediately went to was, I have failed this man. And when the therapist who, practice this Katie Byron Katie the workway said oh honey he didn't do anything to you he was just trying to get his needs met mm-hmm. and i was like bam uh, yeah. thank you yeah. what a great reframe like i mm-hmm. never went through the i mean i went through a lot of insecurity mm-hmm. around him being with another woman and what was happening was she was trying to get him to leave me because she was saying you deserve you deserve to have sex three times a day you deserve to have all this if your wife won't give this to you you should come with me and we should get married because oh, yeah. use it. and i'm oh, like like i was gonna please. think yeah because <laughs> yeah. you've been fucking him for like you know what six fucking months <laughs> i've been fucking him for 11 years like, get it get so, us some time okay right exactly and like your your marriage is not where it needs to be because of something that you're probably doing or he's not receiving so why would you just replace that with my man and think everything that's just going to poof, make everything, you know, you know, roses and, 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 and candles and like, you're like, girl, please. Exactly. I mean, and it's sad exactly. because I love what I love about you is 
you're very strong. And I know that you're going to be like, uh-uh, it's not going to end on somebody else's, you know, uh, decision that it's going to end and that my marriage is over. And this is still my husband. I'm very much in love with him. And once again, it's about being committed to doing the work. And it's no matter how much it hurts, where you have to do inner reflection and find out shit about yourself that you knew deep down, we all know, we all in the back of our minds know things about us that we, that need to be, you know, repaired. But then we need to understand how does, what is, how does that play into the situation that I'm in now? So, you know, if my, my husband's cheating, where, what is my, you know, uh, play in that? What's my responsibility? Nobody's saying it's all on your shoulders, but what can I do or what did I need to do to avoid this? Or now what can I do to repair it? And that's, you know, that's how you look at it. And that's what people should do. You know, this, yeah. this divorce rate could be so much lower. I know. If people it's were a personal just personal responsibility, that's all it is. Be accountable. Yeah. I say all the time. I, yep. I yeah. very much relate to you saying being a people person. I, I, hubby was sitting here shaking his head. I was looking at him when you were describing yourself and just, you know, you get to that point, you just blow up. And I've definitely detonated some relationships. Now I looked at it as they weren't meant to be long-term relationships. It was a lesson for me to be able to decide, girl, these are the changes that you need to make. And then anybody that comes into my life after you'll benefit from me being a better person and me being able to understand that I do have boundaries. And if you don't play within those, there's somebody else that I don't have time for. Um, but that plays into me having inner reflection. And I say it all the time and I'll say it again. The alchemist is the bit, the, the thing that really just jump started that for me. I read that book and I was like, I fucking knew all of this already. God damn it. But it was just validation. I'll, you know, I've never read that. I'll read that based it on is, yeah, saying it is, that. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. I felt like somebody was like the like um in Harry Potter, like somebody was just writing the pages as, you know, the words <laughs> are just appearing as I was reading. I was like, who's doing this? Why is this so like, why do I relate so much? But um, self-worth and having that ability to do the self-work works wonders. Um, yeah. But especially within in, in, in a marriage, it's a partnership. You guys really have to understand each other, but your, your better half is not blind or dumb. You know, they may not say the things that they want to about you. Yeah. But they do, you know what I'm saying? They understand them. So thank you for joining us on Soulmates and Swingers. We hope that you enjoyed yourself just as much as we did. Please don't miss our next play date. It just wouldn't be the same without you. Until next time, be passionate, be in the moment, be bold, be loving, be the best version of you. Love and light. Hey, this is Mondo. Thanks for joining us this week on Soulmates and Swingers. If you have any questions or any topics that you want us to cover, you can reach us at 12INNSATI. VA at gmail.com and also on Twitter at 12 I N N S A T I B A. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, comment, hit all the buttons you can except for the delete button, and we'll see you next week.